Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, and Lauren. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Lisa. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. And, and we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. <laughs> I saw I saw our camera. I go. Yeah. You got it. I'm so excited. I Here we are, this. episode three. Woo, Hello, three. YouTube or Patreon one week before YouTube. Hello, guys. Hey guys. Welcome back. And if this is your first time joining us, I want to tell you that the Cimarelli podcast is a fun, uplifting podcast where we also focus a lot on self-improvement and personal growth. And we share juicy stories, discuss personal topics, and get vulnerable and real with you guys. Every other episode of this podcast is available only on Patreon, pa- the patrons on Patreon actually fund this podcast. So thank you guys so much. And Kat's going to tell you what else you'll get if you join our Patreon. So if you join our Patreon, there's different tier levels. But one of the main things you get is extra content that we don't post anywhere else. And we kind of just get to interact with you guys more. So we'll do like Q&As with your guys' questions. We'll share some of our tips and tricks on random topics that you guys might need like advice or just random tips in. Um, we also do live streams that we only post on our Patreon. So it's like a smaller, more like kind of private live stream. You can Skype with us. We have a birthday club where you can get a exclusive birthday merch as well as a birthday video. And yeah, those are some of the awesome rewards that we have only on Patreon. You're definitely going to want to at least join for a month and see if you like it. Cause it is an awesome place with an awesome community. So for today's episode, the topic of conversation is going to be how not to lose yourself in a relationship, which, which is written on the thing partially as lost Stop. yourself in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I what have a typo. To lost yourself in a relationship. Okay, I type really fast and I just don't fix it all the time. Okay, whatever. And I stared at that. I was like, Errol, Errol. She's like, what? I was like, whatever. We know what it means. Um, is this the one that everyone voted? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. so on yes. Instagram, on our um, band Instagram, popular demand, Cimarelli band. You guys voted this as the number one of the topics we gave you that you wanted to see. So here we are delivering the number one topic you were all waiting for. But first, we start with our highs and lows of the week where we tell you guys the high points and our low points of our weeks. Mm. So Um, I guess I'll go first as always. Why don't Um, you just embrace it? I don't want to. go first. I didn't once and it was really nice. Um, My high was (laughs) it was my birthday recently. Had a great day. It was really nice. I was actually floored. I didn't really think I was going to get a lot of presents for some reason. I was kind of what? bracing myself for that. Like, oh, yeah, like I'm getting older. People don't really give gifts anymore. And then I got all these nice presents. And I was like, uh, like, it was just I was really like taken aback. It was a really it was a really good day. Not just the presents, but like the meaning of like, wow, all these people thought of me. That was so nice. Um, that was just a great day. Um, and my low is mm. the last few the last week as a whole has just been very jam packed from mm-hmm. uh, maybe two weeks now morning to night of like always being around people and there's been like a few times where i slip in alone time where okay i think of it like this your car is about to run out of gas right but instead of filling up the tank you just put in like just enough to keep driving so i get just oh. enough alone time to keep driving but it's not like recovering mm. so i like slip it in here and there when i can but i'm i'm still like catching up 
but I'm since I started feeling so crappy, I started like putting it in more. So I'm slowly catching up, but it is tough. I need a lot more alone. I need a lot of alone time. I'm realizing when I don't get it, I'm like, You're wow, that? how? No, just like h- how much it affects me when I don't get it over an extended period of time. I've never experienced that. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, holy I get that. <laughs> yeah, it's my lifeblood. Hmm. Makes sense. Um, my high was I went on a nice walk Woo. with my friend and we just had some deep conversation nice. catching up, nice. um, which I really enjoy that. You know, I like to peel back the layers, you know. <laughs> um, and then my low was kind of concerning, actually. Um, I'm scared. I... <laughs> Felt like I was going to faint randomly in the middle of the day. Uh, and I never feel like that. And I think it might have been just because I didn't drink water or Uh-oh. eat real food and I was eating candy corn. Girl, yes. That but it happens. was scary. I was like, Aww. oh my gosh. Like, I couldn't like stand very well. I had to like sit and eat and drink some water. It was scary. That happened to me recently. <laughs> That's rough. Yep. It's, it's dehydration and too much sugar. pressure. Ooh. No, that's a Cimarelli tra- Cap, trait. This is the only Trademark. time that's ever happened. Oh, it's not a normal thing. Cap, you don't me. think that's why not weird. eating real food, only eating candy corn, and not drinking any no, no, water no, wouldn't no, make definitely. you feel like you're gonna faint? But it's it's yeah. It's I can say yes, that is a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna do a random, random like small high. It's not gonna be like a big one. So small high of the week because I feel like I can't uh, think very well because I have a lot have going a on in my life. So. Here's a small high from last night was that Nick, my husband, grilled me steak and chicken and made me baked sweet potatoes. Wow. I'm like you saying he grilled you like Christina. Stop it. Were we you? went over this last episode. <laughs> Did you eat them all together or were they separate meals? I actually ate them together and wow. I brought them today to eat yes. together. I don't yeah. know why I want the two different meats yeah, in one meal, part. <laughs> but I enjoy it. Steak so, is so good. I was really, I just really excited, but it was a great dinner and I was really excited about it that he made the whole thing while I sat there and fed the baby. So I was like, and then she started my low, dang it. So my low, it was just like a normal, actually similar to what Lisa was saying, just like had one of many mental breakdowns mm. about being like the tank is empty, but I can't really refill it right now because my baby is so young. He needs me 24 mm. seven. Well, right now my mom's with him, but most of the time I'm with him. So like, yeah, I don't really get to, I don't really get to <laughs> refill the tank, but I just got to give him a lot, a lot right now. You know, it's going to pay off in the end. Got to put a lot in. So, yeah, don't really get to refill the tank much. That's what I'm realizing, though. Sometimes all you can do is put in just enough to get by. Yeah. So just do that. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Just do enough. This is just a short amount of time, and he is like, I'm in a new world. So I just got to put a lot into him right now while he's in this (laughs) scary new world, world, you know? Mm -hmm. So what about you? Um, About me. So my high was was that... I was in the wedding, one of my best friends this weekend, and it was really beautiful to see her get married. I love her a lot, and it was so great to support her. I just cried like all day because I just felt so emotional for her. Um, I would say the low, though, was, I don't know if any of you guys relate to this, if you've ever been a bridesmaid, but I feel like, I don't know if it's just me, but being a bridesmaid, I feel like I'm just in like people pleaser mode. Mm. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever you want, huh? Better not be in the way. Like you just kind of get like, it's very draining. Like it's like, you're excited to be there. And, and everyone was really nice. Like it was a really good group of bridesmaids too. 
but I just feel like I got really drained. And then on Monday, I just drove home from work after I got back and I was like, I'm so overwhelmed. I just, oh, can't give any more, giving it all. So Mm -hmm. I just felt like an empty vessel. Relatable. And I just, Mm -hmm. yeah, couldn't give any more. So I was sad. It's kind of sad ending on the low. Would not recommend. Yeah, start with your low, Amy. Um, (laughs) It's okay to be sad. Here's the thing. I... (laughs) Don't really, I hadn't thought of my low yet, but my high is a simple high for a simple man, which is I woke up this morning and I went for my walk that I had planned the night before. It wasn't spur of the moment. Okay. Thanks for telling us. That would be wild. (laughs) Going on a walk, spur of the moment. thing. It was just really good. Good. good I didn't listen to music. I just walked for a long time. And there was no one around. So I was like, good. Just, you know, it's nice to have the world to yourself for a while. Like 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go downstairs. Yeah. (laughs) Could always go downstairs. Um, But that was when it started lightly raining (laughs) on the walk. But it wasn't too bad. But I had the fear of cold in me. But it didn't rain too bad. So I didn't get cold. cold. Um, a cold disease. Oh, wow. I, didn't know. Disease. I thought you meant of the weather. If it's because raining, it raining and it's cold out. It's not cold you, out though. Yes, it, it was, was at 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Yeah. It was like 60 no, degrees. No, it's, no. it's like the 50s or, or high 40s. Yeah, every guys, morning. we are in fall. Yeah. yeah. In so fall. I didn't get rained didn't on and it was good. Yeah. Love okay, it, that's love great. It. It nice. Well, thank you guys for sharing. We're going to move on to our spicy advice Q&A. Take it away. So this question is from Patreon. We get all of our questions for the podcast from our patrons. This is from our patron, Sarah Michelle. She said, how to not overwork or burn yourself out? Oh my gosh. I've learned so much about this. Great question. It sounds like you guys don't really know because those were your lows. (laughs) No, no, no. That was the past. I'm just kidding. Well, I will say that we grew up with like, our dad is really, really, really overworking like hard work i was gonna say a strong work ethic but definitely can be like workaholic like really obsessed with work yes so i think we kind of grew up in a environment where that was kind of the norm burnout and we had to kind of start to learn how to not take care of ourselves yeah Um, we had to realize that self-care wasn't a dirty word (laughs) what (laughs) okay i have come a long way in this from where i was so before lauren gives her guru tips whatever you almost fainted from candy corn the other day so you i wasn't because i was burned out (laughs) because you're not a guru though okay (laughs) anyway if lauren was an insect she would be a praying mantis oh Oh, yes yes. Yes. i just had an image of lauren like this wait like a kung fu panda that's so true there was a praying mantis on me in south dakota anyway it was was lauren (laughs) (laughs) okay my tips are first just like starting at the bottom you need to think of what is realistic which i've gotten better at because i would say like right now i'm kind of like you know throwing my self-care to the wayside but i would say i have not taken on in a while an unrealistic workload of just like okay i'll do that okay i'll do that and never saying oh, wait, someone else should do this. Or like, can we do this later? Like, sometimes it is just too much. And there's a line. You need to not cross that line of like, oh, okay, I can do this if I literally don't do anything else today and I don't shower and I don't spend any, like, one second with myself. If I just wake up and work and then go to sleep, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, you need to eat. Forgot. Food. What is that? (laughs) Only work. 
like draw lines of what is realistic for yourself and then know those boundaries. So then as you're taking things on school, work, whatever sports, you can say, okay, this is the point where it's getting to too much. So let's cut everything above this and then just go with the, the essentials. Oh, I, I was going to say, um, <laughs> sorry, you guys are hearing the talks. I was like, Oh, um, you know, like when you're like at the pass and then that person might be merging, you don't want to hit oh. the car. That was me just now. Um, so I would say you have to really get to the root of it and ask yourself like, why is it that you have this inclination towards burnout? Mm. Like, what are you running from? What are you running towards? Are mm. you trying to chase like success? Are you, is that where you're placing yourself worth? Like mm. if you can get to the root of it, then you'll actually, you'll become a lot more aware of why you're doing it. So I was extremely, extremely burned out. I mean, I've gotten a lot better. I still have got a long way to go, but probably the height of my bad habit was in my early twenties. And that was because I was placing a lot of my identity in like nonprofit slash like volunteer work. And I was just helping out with all these things, like especially at my church. And I was so tired. There's a picture of me with this little girl who I knew who was getting her first communion. And I just remember like, I see that picture. and I'm like, I look so exhausted because I truly was. And I realized I was placing my identity in volunteering. And I mm. felt like if I'm going to be a good person, I need to do all these things. Mm. And I, but I never felt good enough. So it's like, ask yourself why and get to the root of it. And that's when you can start to untangle it. Mm. Okay. So I'll just give a quick tip. So my tip is to recognize the warning signs. You can mm. actually yep. stop yourself, check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what mm. I had to realize. Always. Cause I would just ignore it and be like, la, 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 la. and then suddenly I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm dead. So start to realize when you start to feel dead, this is going to come from like over time with experience and just paying it close attention. You're going to start to recognize, Oh my gosh, wait, I think I'm getting burnt out. And you can like look back at other times you've had in your life and you can like see the things, the signs that you were missing. And I want to tell you guys that we do have an episode that goes like in to depth. Is that the word? In, in, in depth. depth. In depth. In depth. I'm trying to think of not into in detail there you go. and in depth. There we go. That's it. Um, on this, it's actually our next episode and it's on Patreon only and it's amazing. It's such a good episode. It's about how to stop procrastinating Ooh. and actually get things done and be productive. So we have a lot more tips where that came from. But if you really want to know about that, join our Patreon and watch that episode. It is so good. Anyone else have any tips you want to say? Um, Look, I never said I was a guru. She, you said it with your face. Me. Oh. I never said that. Um, <laughs> said but with your one attitude. of my <laughs> greatest tips is um, setting time boundaries for yourself. So, like, if you work and you make your own hours, then just be like, okay, I'm not going to work before this time in the morning. I'm not going to work after this mm. time at night. So, set time boundaries. Or if it's like school that you're doing like hey i need to finish my homework by this time i'm not going to do it past that time at night because i'm going to go crazy or being like okay on monday nights i can't plan anything mm. monday night is going to be my self-care night and no matter what happens not planning anything on monday night so like just making actual real time blocks not just like oh i need to take care of myself no 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 a real time a real day and sticking with it mm -hmm. Do you want to throw one in? You don't have to, but you can. They, I don't really know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> everything you guys said is good. So Thanks. thank you. All Enjoy right. Enjoy with that.
Okay, cool. So, so I said one of those. We're going to jump into our topic of conversation, the one you guys all requested, which is how not to lose yourself in a relationship. Ooh. So we're going to start with what it means to lost yourself in a relationship. <laughs> what it means to lose yourself in a relationship. Hey, I got to say, sometimes when we're doing like our brainstorm for the episodes, we just get so excited. You know, the typing. Like, I typed up the episodes in place of Christina the other day and it was hard. We just, everyone's it's just hard. like, oh, I have this idea. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you have to type really like, fast. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. Our brainstorms where we get all our great ideas, okay? But anyway. Yeah. So what does it actually mean, guys? What does it mean to lose yourself in a relationship? What does that look like? Well... I have a good um, kind of gauge, which is something that I read in this amazing book called Boundaries in Relationships. And mm. it is the concept Ooh. of being kidnapped by someone in your relationship, which what? means... No, no, isn't emotionally? Yes, emotionally kidnapped, yes. Yeah, not Women actually. Uh, but like, the concept, <laughs> the literal, the chapter is called Don't Get Kidnapped. So... Emotionally. Emotionally, okay, cool. yes. So here they say... This girl was being separated from everything that was important to her, her values, her friends, her family, even her career. So what this means is when someone comes in and they take you away from the things that you oh. value, mm. from your friends, from your family, from your hobbies. support network, from your hobbies, from your volunteering. And that is not really good. And also <laughs> you can <laughs> kidnap mentally your own self because you just you want can to willingly be. throw those things away. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you're like bye, 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 and all of a sudden you're like, where did where where all my stuff go? <laughs> yes, that's a that's a good visual. Okay, Kat, yeah, you have I had yeah, I had a real example of this. Um, so when I first moved to a new town, um, I didn't have any friends that were my age <laughs> for like the first year, and that I think that put me in a really vulnerable place where I was really mm, like hungry. Yeah, I was, desperation. I was desperate for a friend, like pure desperation. So I, I met this girl and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so awesome. Like we have so much in common and we're so similar. And before I knew it, we, we just became like the same person. Like what? everyone would be like, oh my gosh, you guys are sisters. You're always together. Like, what? and always. we just, people, yeah, people would say that to us because we were literally together 24 seven. We talked all day long. That was really bad. So I would just say, um, that's an example is when you, it's basically, you don't know where you end and the other person begins. You're, you're like just one, kind of like, yeah, you, you develop like, and I do think like, I do think that when you're in a relationship with like, like a romantic or a best friend, you do kind of pick up some of their sayings or their, you know, mm -hmm. you kind of, you do evolve a little bit, but if you're huh. literally becoming like the same, like she wasn't religious and then she was going to church with me, like oh, yeah. just kind of, which I don't know if, if that's like a natural thing. You mean you know. every single thing changes to be one. Yeah. I, I developed all of her, like I liked all of her things and then she liked all of mine. And then we just mm. became like the same person and it was very unhealthy. I didn't realize that in the moment. And looking back, I was like, that was bad. It wasn't like two unique individuals. It's like two people came together to be like this one thing that likes and does the same things and thinks the same yeah, things and, and believes the same things. it feels good at first until... You start to realize how bad it is, and then it like, feels where really did bad. I go? It's not natural. There's going to be something inside you that's screaming, like, "This is not you." Like, what are you doing? But it, yeah. it might well, take a and while. And I think out. there was some things there where you realized you actually didn't agree, right? And it was like hurting your feelings. And you're like, "Wait, we're not the same." And she would say stuff, and you'd be like, "What?" Yeah, what? I think there was just sort of this like, there's like, just like um, 
there becomes like a what is the word like territorial where like she you like become resentment. like like I would I would want to hang out with someone else and then I could tell she was like upset about it. Oh. So it, it can become like that's what I'm saying. If that's just one example of how it can become so it unhealthy. When gotcha. you don't have those boundaries. So. Okay, so for all the people in relationships, and this goes for like friendships, friendships as well as romantic yep. relationships, how can you evaluate your relationship and see if you are losing yourself in the future or like right now or maybe in the past when you're thinking back? This yeah. is something that I've realized. Just first of all, I realized that in life, if there's something you're scared to talk about someone and then you talk about it, you feel better. I was like, oh, that's so good. But then I realized in relationships, if there's something you're scared to talk about, like I would just compare it to my relationship with my actual best friends. And I was like, there's almost nothing I'm scared to talk about with them. Like there's a certain freedom. So if there's something you're scared to talk about there, then you're lacking a certain freedom to feel like, oh yeah, like I know a lot of people who are in relationships and there's like these basic things that they're like, oh, I don't know if I should say that. And I'm like, what? Like you need to say that. So what to I'm saying person, is you mean? to the person they're with. So if there's something that's not that crazy, or even if it is crazy, but there's something that's really not that intense that you're really scared to bring up or say to this person, it's usually a sign that there's something off there. Could be a personal problem could be something with them, but it's something that means you pretty much need to talk about that and figure it out. And that could be a sign that there's something off in your dynamic that the communication isn't just flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I mean, kind of building on that, I d- actually did that with this friend and I like talked to her and had a really honest conversation about the bad elements of our relationship and we did end up fixing it and are actually really good friends to this day mm-hmm. because we were able to step back. And so usually that topic you're scared to talk about either can bring great growth and like things to the light or it or can it just, bring the yeah. state of your relationship to the light. Like, oh, oh wow, I talked about that bad. thing I was scared of and it came true. They're friggin' rude. That says something about them probably, not necessarily about you. You got to reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another sign that's pretty like strong is if you basically stop hanging out with all of your other friends and your mm-hmm. family, you're kind of like, putting yourself putting all your eggs in one basket I kind of did this with my ex-boyfriend well, I think when you're young yeah I think when you're younger and it's easier you, to do this. you see this on like movies or tv like and I'm thinking more of like friendship where it's like there's always that episode like of the Disney show friend. Yeah. it's like you spend all your time with your best friend and it's this one person it's like I actually don't know if that's really the best thing like <laughs> yeah. now that I'm a little bit older I feel like it's good to oh, have multiple close friends like even if you're an introvert like I feel like introverts you don't even have like a million friends but like just a couple like two or three different friends because you're not going to get everything even if it's like your partner and you're married like you're not going to get everything from that person I don't care how great they are you're yeah. not going to you're not they're not going to meet all of your needs because you're only not with, one person can if you're only with one person you're building an echo chamber of you too and that mm. is not healthy you need it's other not perspectives healthy. a good way to like kind of measure this would literally be think back with like or just start now if you're like wondering like "Hmm, am I spending too much time with them I don't know make a chart and be like okay this week how many times have I hung out with them seven times (laughs) nine times there's only seven days in this week how have we hung out nine times who else did I see in the week yeah did I hang out with any of my friends did I hang out with myself maybe I have a half mark did I hang out with myself where are my hobbies at where's my family at Yeah. When I was first dating Max, I remember I had a kind of, um, not generic, but like vague chart in my head of like, there's seven nights in the week and I want to try to spend like three of them with Max because we're dating, we're building a relationship. It's it's my primary relationship. So three with Max, two with myself, which a lot of times I would just do errands and chores and didn't really do that much self-care, but 
it's another topic for another day. And then two nights with different friends. So I'd, I'd probably be hanging out with about two of my friends mm. every week. And multiple of my friends were like, you are so good about um, keeping up your, our relationship even when you were dating, which mm. I really appreciated that a lot. So that was like my vague chart in my mind. And I think like we were saying before, um, look at what is happening with like your hobbies and the things that you like, things you used to do, things you want to do. Did they just become like you and the other person do everything the same together? We it's love all the same. this. Oh, yeah, it's like all we, we, your we. Your dreams and ambitions, did you lose them? It's mm. mm. a good question. I also think there's like, there's a lot of different ways you can lose yourself. And for instance, like with my ex-boyfriend, I didn't lose myself in the way of like, I changed my beliefs kind of around to his, or I like let go all these things that meant a lot to me. That didn't happen at all. But it was more like I stopped hanging out with my friends a lot. And um, I only hung out with him, really. So I don't know how you would categorize that, but that was a different way that I kind of was losing it's myself. It's just like, like you so lost your time. It's a yeah. form of isolation, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, yes. it's interesting because there's a lot of different ways you can do this. So mm. that's what I did with him. And afterwards I was like, whoa, I haven't been hanging out with my friends. This is, I realized when we broke up, I was like, wait, who am I going to talk to? I haven't been talking to my friends. Mm. And now I want to talk to someone about the breakup, but I'm not going to talk to him about the breakup. Yeah. Who am I going to talk to about the breakup? Mm-hmm. And then at, after that moment, I made the decision like, I'm never doing that again. I am never doing that again. And when I got in a relationship with Nick, I was like really intense about making sure I was still hanging out with like my sisters, my friends, everyone to the point where sometimes Nick was like, I feel like we don't talk enough. (laughs) I was like, oh, I went a little overboard. (laughs) So then I went to a more healthy place. So the problem, like a, a really like foundational problem here can really be that you don't have a strong sense of self in the first place. We were all saying this as we were brainstorming. Yeah. So to solve that problem because even if you don't have that person who you're losing yourself in if you don't have a strong sense of self you still don't have you still have like lost yourself right yeah so how can you what are some tips we have on how to build a stronger sense of self in the first place Mm, that's a really this is a really important question um i think that one of the most important things that we often overlook is to carve out intentional time to be with yourself and get to know yourself just like you would with a friend. That's definitely something that we often ignore. Like watching Netflix is not intentional time um, getting to know yourself and being no. with yourself. You're with yourself, but you're not being with yourself, like with your emotions and your thoughts. I would say and- you're by yourself, but you're not with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're oh, by yourself, true. but you're kind of like ignoring yourself. Like, yeah. like if you were with a friend and you were both just watching Netflix, you didn't say a word to them. You didn't ask them like how their day was, Ugh. how they're feeling, what's going on Ugh, in their life. That's kind of what we do to ourselves. We're like, I don't want to think about my day. I'm not going to think about my feelings. I don't care to ask myself anything about what's going on. I'm just going to ignore myself and zone out all day and not have a conversation with myself. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Add to that, I think Demi Lovato was the one who said, I don't remember when where she said this, but it was like she was saying how journaling is so powerful. And like she said, she said something about like there's something so powerful about simply taking the time to process your day. So like mm, I always true. thought, oh, well, what am I gonna journal about? It's just a normal day. Like I don't really have anything to say. But even just journaling for five to ten minutes and being like, hmm, what happened today? How did I feel about it? That can be a really powerful That's way of getting huge. to know yourself a little bit at a time that should yeah. actually happen every day like it really should yeah. happen every and then day. you can see oh i hung out with my boyfriend today oh i hung out with my boyfriend again today oh i hung out with my boyfriend today oh again 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 you know people are like omg let's play 20 questions mm-hmm. ask yourself 20 questions yes. like, what's your favorite color <laughs> what is it she's right she's right she's you don't know the right. answer to that 
got you got problem. some work to do stop <laughs> <laughs> she loves saying that um another strategy like we were talking about this the other day people when you when you say like oh you want to get dinner someone's like i don't know what i don't know what i want you know like it's hard to pick Sometimes it's easier to figure out what you like by figuring out what you don't like. For Ooh. me, oh my gosh, yes. I can tell you in a heartbeat what I do not want for dinner or what I do not want to wear or where I do not want to be. But I don't know if I can say where I really want to be right now. And sometimes it's just because you're in more of an open mood. But anyway, ma- sometimes it helps to just make, I have a hair on my mouth, make <laughs> a list of things you don't like, types of people you don't Great like, idea. places you don't like uh situations you don't like and then it's easy to look at the opposite of those things and that's usually a list of things that you like ah, um another thank you and uh, i know just kidding another way <laughs> is ask yourself oh my gosh sorry my nose is going crazy it's so itchy <laughs> keep that in please the thank nose you itch. ask yourself what you need and how you can get more of it and this is another thing that can work backwards where you look at what you have too much of right now like i have way too much work okay i need less work i have not enough alone time i need alone time i haven't been having a full healthy meal for each thing sometimes i'm grabbing random crap okay i need more like sit down healthy meals spend some time with myself figure out what you need in your life and say i can and will be the person who will get this I have my own back. I will get this for myself. And that builds like mm. trust with yourself. I've done this with Nick before where he, uh, where we talked through um, like what he needs more. And he's like, realize like, oh, he's working too much. And he's like, how? I was like, okay, what, what could you do? How could you work less? Okay, maybe you can delegate this. Maybe you could work on this at a different time. You need to put boundaries in place, whatever. And then he realized like he really needs exercise and like being outdoors in his life. And sometimes like going on drives alone, mm-hmm. those things like really help oh, yeah. him recharge. Aww. So putting those in was such a game changer for him because he was like pretty burnt out without doing those things. So that's a great exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes a little bit goes a long way. Oh yeah. Like true. you just need a little bit that's of true. that time to yourself. It's not, I don't know, three hours. We'll just take 15 minutes. That's so true. Um, yes. Also this, our next one is something that we are very passionate about. And <laughs> all of our friends like kind of joke about this. They're like, oh they yeah, know. you guys are obsessed with personality we types. <laughs> they, literally Lord, it's true though. Our entire <laughs> lives is a case study on it. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, all we, we do. We probably spent, I don't know, dozens hundreds i don't know how many hours years talking about thousands of hours of years thousands of hours talking about this um personality types so i would say our favorites would be the myers-briggs or the enneagram um do we like putting them together is really great first order psychology that's um, those three yeah it doesn't mean you have to like because i feel like people get annoyed like we can't just put people in boxes yes that is right you can't put people in boxes but it can be a nice starting place to kind of learn different types and and even if you have no idea what you are just be like huh the eight is like a dominant uh powerful you know kind of bo- more bossy type and eh, that's not really me oh the nine peacekeeper hmm, i'm kind of a peacekeeper but i also really like to help out am i a two like it, it, it's just it gets you kind of thinking yes. in a way of like so, about yeah. like who am i yeah who am yeah. i and like process of elimination like love oh it. i love conflict i hate conflict there's so many different elements that are you probably would have never thought to like ask yourself who am i in this regard yeah it's a really good way to understand yourself. I'm pulling up a picture because my point is boundaries. I love boundaries. Um, don't <laughs> use them as much as I should, but I love the concept. Yeah. You will one my, day. 
Lauren Fate. <laughs> yeah. Christine. <laughs> you, you, I, you love boundaries. Like, I love reading about them. Um, I love reading hey, about Amy them. She always talks about she loves like the boundaries. Books. She's getting there. She's getting there. Talking She's about getting there. <laughs> yes. Hey, I think you've got pretty good boundaries. I have gotten better. Yeah, um, you are. I have very you are getting better. In some ways, it's true. Not in other ways. One um, day she'll have the best. I would, I would argue most people struggle with boundaries. Oh, yes. yeah. It's very yeah. difficult. It is yeah. a universal. I think everyone does in some Well, what are they, Amy? Tell us. So there are like five different types of boundaries. Boundaries. I found this in my therapy notebook because you got to write down what you're learning. True. Oh, so number you. one, Good tip. I don't know what, there's not really an order. I just wrote them down. Um, we have emotional boundaries. So it's like, what are you feeling? How are people making you feel around you? You got to have boundaries in that regard. What do you accept and what do you not yes. accept emotionally? Yes. Ooh. Next, we have intellectual boundaries, which are your opinions, your beliefs, your values. So it's like, this is what I believe. And I can listen to other things about it and I'm going to look into it, but I'm not going to let people change that for me. Yes. I'm going to change it. Oh, that's I choose to I change it. believe that. that. If I believe oh. something different, I'm going to choose to believe something different. If I don't, no one's going to take my I won't be bullied into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Next one, we have time boundaries, which is like Ooh, your time. Is I have to go person, to bed. Yeah. Yes. I have to leave at eight. I'm a fan of this. Like you don't need to hang out from... 6 to 10 p.m. You, you can hang out from to. 6 until 8, you mm-hmm. know? Have time for yourself. Like, look at your boundaries. Where is your time going? It's like the budgeting thing. You need to give every dollar yeah. a name. You, give that. you need to give every hour a that name. That is mm-hmm. so true. Or they're all going to go, bye. See Boom. you later. And you're going to be like, wow, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. And then our next category is material boundaries. These are things that you own materially. Like, your house, don't touch your car, my thing. Your don't clothes. give away your car. Oh yeah, your like yeah. I mean, belongings, possessions, your money. Is it like, like what does that mean? Is it like this is my thing and you're not going to ruin it? Like, don't let people walk yes, all over exactly. Your things yeah. like trash. This your is things. my chair. Oh, it's not. I my chair. have extremely strong. Lisa has material yes, boundaries. I've let my friend drive my car this week, like probably five or six times. That's more than anyone has driven my car in my life. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever driven my car before. Yes, like you're not gonna drive my car. I drove it. When? Oh, you did. Lauren drove my car. I really don't like people driving my car either. I don't care how good of a driver they are. What's a bad? So so what's a bad example of that one would be if if, you were um, letting everyone drive your car. If you're like, you're like, I don't really don't want to let them. They keep leaving trash in my car, but it's okay. Yeah, you can take. Yeah, let's say like you're like sister you know <laughs> never gives back your clothing i'm, I'm talking about danny <laughs> like danny's famous for this it's like yeah, if you give her a shirt this. you're not gonna see it again so what are your boundaries you're on not. that shirt you're don't give years it in a house that no she's moved like three times you're like how did this yes, even get here exactly it'll oh, end up in a- our parents laundry room somehow mm-hmm. somewhat i got a, co- a common one that my, a lot of my friends have told me which is their roommates eating their food and not what like, I mean first. I do that to Lord but not often and, and then if but if you some, do some people too. don't care but if you care you gotta say something that person yes. is stepping over your material write through. your name and then our last one is physical boundaries ooh, which ooh. is a lot of different things like anything that concerns you physically like you cannot put your hand on me you no can. thanks I don't so want to hug you can't yes yeah. I don't want to yeah, I don't you. feel Sorry. like hugging you right now uh-uh or you cannot, like, yeah, basically any kind of physical with? boundaries. What you're comfortable with physically. 
in any certain love regard. That. You know what? That's like, I that. think that's one blessing of coronavirus is it's really helped people with their physical boundaries to be yes. like, I'm only comfortable with an elbow five. Yeah, because now people ask. <laughs> yeah, people what actually are you do ask now. With? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sorry. I don't want you randomly hugging me. You are nope. like an old man. Get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> or even it. someone your age. Or, and yeah. I don't want them to Sometimes hug you. Yeah. I don't want to hug my friends. It's not a personal problem. I'm just like, mm, don't not feel really like feeling it today. today. Exactly. Okay, love that. So, Go through those um, those different types of boundaries and figure out what are yours. And just observe yourself and you'll learn more throughout your life as well. How can we prevent ourselves from losing ourselves in a relationship if we realize it's happening right now? Oof. What should we okay. do? Okay, I would say you got to get it right from the start so you don't start building a weird pattern and a weird dynamic. Mm. Like, so for me... When I notice myself like clinging to someone, I'm like, oh, gee, like I need to talk to them every day or like, oh, I need them to make me feel good about myself. I notice that feeling that like reaching, oh. like aching feeling. And I'm like, no, is that a warning sign? No, no, no. Yes. The warning sign is when I feel that like ache, Ooh. like oh, I need them. No, 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 no. I realize that. It's never take a step back. I don't talk to them that day. Well, <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> like, try I'm not, not going to talk to them on the phone for four hours. Maybe I'll just talk to them for like 30 minutes. And I specifically try to like take a step back, take time for myself when I notice myself wanting to mm. do the opposite. Ooh, mm, girl. Um, I would say another another thing. It's kind of like a sign that's happening. So like be aware of this and just don't let this happen if it is, is if you kind of start to change your own like preferences due to that person. So an example would be oh. when I was like, I had a, this with a couple different friendships, but like, I don't know why I think it was just cause I was so easygoing, but I would have a lot of friends that were very, very critical. And they would like, kind of like, they would make a comment about something I wore that wasn't very nice or like a song that I played that they didn't like. And so I'd be like, oh, when I'm around them, like I can't wear this or I can't. Oh. I can't Your material boundaries. I can't play this song. Oh. Like, so it's like you stop doing the things that you like in front of that person because you're afraid of them not liking it. And you're slowly starting to change yourself and it, it just will drive you insane and you won't be happy with yourself after a while. Oh. You're just suppressing what you love. Hmm. Another concept from this book, Boundaries in Dating. <laughs> I cannot recommend it highly enough. Every child I have, when they're like 15, they're all reading this book. I'd be like, look, you read it. Do a book report it, on it. You love it, would never list it. Could never list it. It is <laughs> Do not, not list a it. flop. It is a flip. Anyway, <laughs> yes. so another concept, they call it practicing safe dating, which was in the kidnapping chapter. Which means you stay in contact with your outside sources, people. <laughs> like your family, your friends, people that know you very well. And they can say, hmm, I thought you liked artichoke. Why are you pretending that you don't like artichoke? <laughs> How oh, would you let do that to artichoke? Exactly. Like, oh, I haven't seen you in like a month. Hmm. I mean, that's a little sketchy. Are you okay in this relationship, Debbie? That was the name in the chapter they're Debbie? using. <laughs> like, Debbie yeah. has been kidnapped by Nick Poor emotionally. Debbie. And then her friends help her get back. Aww. So you got to check in with your outside sources and practice safe dating. And then you did mention this one earlier. So you did say about making a list of how often you hang out yeah. with them yes! versus other people. Great. It's true. That's a great Honestly, way Honestly, my to number check. one fear is hanging out with someone every day. I can't know. I you might have to get that. over that if you get I, married. I, oh, did, no. yeah. I did that in the beginning. Actually, a lot of the early part of my relationship, like it just went on and on of like seeing him every single day. And at first, I just loved it. I was like, it's my first relationship, whatever. It always happens. I don't care. But then <laughs> time went by and I was like, I am getting 
exhausted. And because <laughs> I had a busy life and it was like, there's no time for me now. I think I had a breakdown to you of like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, you can't see someone every day. That's not enough. You have no time for yourself. I was like, no. I know. <laughs> um, and then I had I to undo that. And I was like, I need time alone tonight. Good. And then it was it was so good. Love Learning it. that I could do that, I was like, wow, you're a soldier. Could never list it. Could Always never list it. it. Yeah. Um, something you can do if you don't have very much self-control is to force yourself oh. to spend time away from them by booking actual mm. things like classes or clubs or whatever things you're gonna do on specific nights of the week so that you can't hang out with them you're like sorry Smart. i have a pilates class sorry i have zumba sorry whatever like <laughs> you actually have something planned plan yeah. things so that you are forced to actually do those plans and not hang out with the person yeah this is this is really good too because then you're like learning a new skill or something and your life is actually becoming enriched you're not just like ooh, i gotta get away from him you're like oh wow i'm spending time with myself Mm -hmm. yes plan things with outside sources because you're gonna be like oh if you're trying to cancel them to hang out with your boy you're gonna be Uh like oh yikes yeah that's really tangible and then another thing is making time for yourself to hang out with yourself which we touched on earlier but like certain things you can do is like going for a walk with yourself going for a drive we love a good country drive (laughs) drive out to the country just you know look at the big sky country (laughs) what montana i don't live in montana but you know just like look at nature you know think about things um look at the stars just like make sure maybe like once a week you take time like i was saying maybe monday night every monday you take time to spend like an hour with yourself mm. love it love it love it so as we wrap up the topic of conversation don't worry we have two other segments coming but as we wrap this up i think one of the main points i want to get across here is that if you can't be your authentic self in a relationship it's not worth it to be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Change the goal from having a partner so that you're not alone and making sure you have someone. Change change the goal from that to realizing you are never alone. You're with yourself. You're with God. That matters. Don't, don't act like you being with yourself means nothing. Mm-hmm. And that you want to find a partner who appreciates the authentic and genuine you. That is a better... Um, that's a better direction to go in than just like, I don't want to be alone. I think if you change that, you have a lot less chance of losing yourself. And mm-hmm. someone who respects your boundaries and Ooh. has their own Ooh. boundaries. They don't want to emotionally kidnap you because they're like, I have my own life. I don't want to kidnap someone. Let's yeah. just not kidnap each other Amen. and live our yes. lives. Yeah. I got things booked into my week. I got a lot, you know, yeah. Yeah. they got Pilates. Yeah. After being in multiple relationships where I, well, like friendships more, that I felt like I lost myself and I didn't have boundaries and I was really like criticized too. It was like a weird combo. Mm. I just kind of realized that I'm just, you know, too old for that. Um, (laughs) I think at this point I'm at the place where I feel like just having only relationships where you can completely relax Mm. and be yourself. And that, that means like, not just that you're afraid of being criticized, but also like you could say like, Hey, I'm really sorry, but, um, I'm, I'm really tired. I I can't really, I don't really want to hang out anymore tonight or whatever. Um, not that you're canceling on them 24 seven, but just like, you know, every once in a while you might need some time to yourself and they understand. Um, so just being able to relax and be yourself and not be constantly afraid that you're like going to be criticized or that's just very important in a relationship. Love it. Love it. Love it. Could never list it. (laughs) 
We're going to move on to the bag of random. Now, Lisa, who's been sneaking goldfish, goldfish. trying to eat quietly. Over I can't there. Even crunch, eat crunch, crunch. <laughs> She's going to open up the bag of random. Let me know if you heard me crunching. Okay. Turn it up, turn it up in the editing so everyone knew. Stop. The ballad of the salad. The bag yes. of random. This week's segment is what would you do? Oh. If someone is a really great friend when you're with them, but they're really unreliable and hard to get a hold of and they cancel a lot, what would you do? I have a friend like this. I have a friend like this. Unfriend. Uh, I can't do it. Nope. Um, <laughs> I actually don't really mind because I have a lot of friends. Like, okay, first of all, it just depends. Are you already good friends? Like, have you been able to be close? Like, have you been able to get a hold of them a bunch of times and have a good conversation? You know what I mean? Like, no, we just said that they're unreliable. They you keep know, canceling on you. I'm saying I have some people where like when we hang out, it's amazing. Relatable. Sometimes it's just hard to get them. Same. So I really don't mind. And I just count them as a friend that I catch up with here and there. And like, because those talks are so worth it to me. It's like, mm. I don't need to see you all the time. I don't need to know every detail of your life. But if you are randomly like, hey, let's go on a walk. I'm like, I will make time for that walk because that'll be a great walk. That's um, literally what I was going to say. Except for when Same you make thing. time for the walk and then they cancel on you. Yeah, yeah. That's I was gonna say the same thing as Lisa. I've been to the same experience, and I agree. Like, I'm not like, oh, cut them out. I'm, I'll keep them in. But if you realize, like, I cannot do this, cut them yeah. out. But my one of my friends, she's like so awesome, but it, she's just so flaky. But when we do hang out, it's so great that I mean, I mean, I should probably have a conversation. This is what you should really do: have a conversation with the person about what the heck is going on. I don't know if that will ever change with her because she's. It's kind of like. Some well, people, it's just how they are. Yeah, this is like my opinion is. is they have a very small tank, so they can only see you like once every six months or something. Like if they how if it's she or not six months. She can't commit months, to plan. She's like always making uh, different plans. And like, well, for me, it's like if you haven't seen them in a while, then they're like, hey, we should FaceTime or something because it's been a while. And then gotcha. they do it because it's been a while. But if you try to do things more regularly, they're like, nah, and they lose it. So you just can't do it regularly. What would you but, guys do? Um, I... My therapist actually just told me this the other day. She said, like, you need to know what your boundaries are in relationships and apply them universally. And I just kind of realized, like, I think everyone's different with, like, what their threshold is or what you can yeah. tolerate. Um, for me personally, I don't really like it when someone's always canceling or, like, just very, like. <laughs> you don't like it? Really? I love it. <laughs> for me personally, I can't really handle that. No. And I can't. Maybe, like, if they cancel every once in a while. Yeah. Or if they cancel and say, hey, I'm really sorry, something came up can you do next week? Like, and they yeah. actually choose a day and they're not just like somewhere in the wind. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I just think of relationships as like kind of a tennis match and they're, you kind of need to be passing the ball back and forth. And if you're constantly throwing the ball, it drops, you're running over to the other side of the court, picking it up, throwing it back to yourself, throwing it back to them. That's just a lot of work. True. And I just don't really think true. I don't know that that is a friendship. And I do same kind of like Lisa. I have a couple of those people that I'll talk to like maybe once a year. Um, and we have a great conversation once a year and I love them, but it's just, I wouldn't put that as like Shauna, my favorite author, Shauna Nyquist. She calls it your home team, which are like those close people that you actually see and talk to on a regular basis. So it's just a different, we're not talking about like tiers of friends. Like it's a different yes. tier of There's friends. Okay. Tiers. I think my issue with it is that I really value like being honest and communicating. Mm. Those type of people, they can't just say, hey, I can't hang out. Or yeah. like, yes. oh, this. When you can't like just tell me the real truth, then I just like, yeah. I can't respect it because I do that so much that it's just like, 
I don't. I can't. I don't yeah, like and it. they always cancel at the last possible minute. Yes, oh, it's like, so bro, it's okay to just tell me you didn't want to hang. Um, I <laughs> hate it basically, so <laughs> I can't it. do it. <laughs> so you were on the same. Team I here. used to love it. Would never listen. Now I would always list it. Oh, good. Because yeah, good. I've had like a best friend in my life who literally was that so we would hang out but then she wouldn't tell me when we wouldn't hang out and then she would answer her friend her phone for days afterwards and oh be my like, gosh what is wrong are you Wild. on the run like i need <laughs> on the run. and we had multiple conversations until <laughs> literally we were having the last our last conversation we were supposed to meet up never said anything never oh. met up never spoke again it's been years oh but it's my like gosh. i and then there's also like weird like fringe people and people love to do this that love to make themselves your best friend right when they meet you. They're oh, like, weird. yeah, girl, blah, blah. And then you <sighs> never disappear. see them again. And you see them on Instagram, hang out with people. But, then but it like, ain't you. You can never hang out with me, but you can hang out with these other people all the time. Okay, whatever. I guess we're just not going to be friends. It's okay. Okay, that is that reminds me of something that our aunt told me once. She said, fast friends are bad friends. Mm-mm. People that like mm-hmm. jump in really quick and are like, oh my gosh, we're best friends. It's that usually like a bad really sign. So though. yeah. I'm just saying. Would always, <laughs> yeah, we just want to know what you would do. Would list it now, unfortunately. I'd have a conversation, and then okay. they'd probably ditch me again, and then okay. it would be done. All right. That's what we would all do. So we're going <laughs> to move on to our last segment, Sister Spotlight, where each of us gets a spotlight. No. Where one of us gets a spotlight <laughs> each week. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> and we have Lauren's Take It Real with Christina, Sappy Thoughts with Kath, Amy's Current Crisis, and Exposing Lisa's Weird Past. And this week, the spotlight is on... Amy's current crisis. Crisis, crisis, crisis. Oh, yes. I was was telling this story the other day. Wait, can I do an intro already? Amy's current crisis. Yes. I love it. So I I was telling this story the other day. Was it to you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was so good. Okay. Oh, no. So basically. Oh, no. I'm so ready. This is about... The one and only time, the singular occurrence. Maybe I shouldn't be like hyped that up so much, but the singular occurrence thus far that I've ever gotten is speeding ticket. So your girl doesn't really speed, but low key. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. Well, I you would speed. Well, no, sometimes also the speed limit changes and you weren't aware of it. And this is okay. But Amy goes pretty story. fast, so maybe I'm not surprised. I do. <laughs> and then I, when you listen to and some songs. she puts songs, on music and she's like, yeah, I'm Amy, going Amy listens to music louder than anyone you've ever known <laughs> ever. in the car. It's yes, great. You oh can hear God. you can hear it like anywhere you are. She pulls anywhere, up. I hear, her from, I hear her from inside the house. Yeah, you can yes, hear it. It's amazing. I love it. Anyway, so this was August of 2016. I was a young, a young lad. Mm. So your girl driving home. From volunteering, may I add. Not to <laughs> make myself sound like a good person. And then, this, I'm driving. I shouldn't have been doing this, but I was practicing for a song that we were recording. So I was singing oh, the same part. So no. I wasn't focused on driving. It was one of these roads that goes from 55 to 40 randomly. Mm. Your girl, Don't because she was focused on freaking uh, practicing this song for recording, I drove right into a speed trap basically the cop was literally sitting there (laughs) and i didn't notice because i was practicing so that i get pulled over and it was let me tell you horrifying um 
I was like, what <laughs> the heck? And he was like, oh, uh, first of all, definitely I'm crying, 100%, because I don't do things that are, you know, bending any rule or breaking any rule. I just don't really do those things, usually. And I was horrified. And the guy comes over, I'm crying. I don't really remember what happened, but he's like, you were going, I remember 56 and a 40. And I was like, Uh-oh. 56, are you kidding me? 56. Wow. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, why? So then... How are you doing that? Oh, my God. I panicked <laughs> in my deepest soul. My whole alignment, my core chi was just gone. <laughs> it was off. My... What is that called? The vibe thing? Um, Your aura? aura? That. The vibe just thing? Dis- disintegrated. <laughs> I got a speeding ticket. It's not that big of a deal. So then... Wait, were you full on crying by the time this man came to your door? Yes, oh, yes, yeah. obviously. Oh, I when the lights cried. came on, right? That's yes. so sad. Yeah, it's horrifying. Burst. So then, yeah, I can see it. Uh, horrifying. So then, that's why I don't speak because I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to do things that are not correct. So then, <sighs> I get home, and then, in this state or city or whatever, you have to like go to court. <laughs> For some reason, anytime you get a ticket, I don't know why you can't just send it. Oh, unavoidable to the no. So I, I had that. to go there. <laughs> it was horrifying. First of all, I remember the night before I was so scared. All I'm doing is a speeding ticket. I'm just gonna be like, sorry. What did you out. think was gonna happen? <laughs> Nothing, but I was just so nervous. <laughs> and so nervous. <laughs> literally. Like and I got there. I'm freaking out. I just, no, 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 not a great time. And then the lady, the lady is like calling everyone up one by one. She's like, You mean like the judge? Yeah. yeah the, the lady. lady. The, okay. the, judge, the, the honorable judge lady <laughs> calling everyone up one by one, yada, yada, yada. Then I get called up. I'm doing everything in my power of being to not cry because I'm so <laughs> scared. Hold it together, hold it together. I basically start not like full on crying but i'm like shaking my voice <laughs> oh my oh, gosh you should have had someone go with you no, then she goes, they all someone always cries <laughs> she said that good oh. and then you really cried a little yeah i think it she was like four that. years ago so i like she's i vaguely remember it and i was also traumatized <laughs> oh my gosh she's like what are you doing so i was like yeah yikes and then she was like a life of crime is not for you honey and i was like <laughs> yeah because I'm crying. So then I was, after that, I just had to like, so hey, do the driving school, cry a little more. And then I was done. Oh, and that was the day you realized the life of crime was not for it, you. I it, love that a judge told you that. I was wondering, it's not. So oh I take that with me. You know, I think that's a pretty, that's a badge of honor that a, a, a real judge told you that a life of crime, that just shows you that you're the Who is it of for? Who is it for? That's amazing. <laughs> I'd like to know. Okay, thank you, Amy. That was, <laughs> um, that was hilarious. hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Thank Good you. Job. Thank you, Amy. Great wow. stuff. Great stuff. If you, want to see, if you want to see the rest of um, Amy's current crisis segments, you're going to have to join Patreon because there's a bunch that you haven't seen in other episodes in there. So just saying, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Thank well, that's you. the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Once again, if you want to see all the episodes, plus so much more content, join our Patreon. Try it for a month. See what you think. You're probably going to love it. It's amazing. Great community. It's an amazing, amazing platform. Definitely check it out. Link is in the description. And the next episode, like we said, is on how to be productive. Stop procrastinating. Mm. It's only on Patreon. 
you're going to want to see that episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 